Hello, That Gaming Podcast listeners. I'm Corey, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Game Pass or Pass. Like our friends Alex and Ben, we value ours and your time. With so many games on Xbox Game Pass, it can be overwhelming. And how do you know what you should and shouldn't be playing? That's where Game Pass or Pass comes in. Join Basher and myself weekly as we tell you what games you should be playing and what games you should simply pass on by. Subscribe to Game Pass or Pass wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now, enjoy this episode of That Gaming Podcast. Welcome back to That Gaming Podcast, everybody. This is Ben. And this is Alex. And this is the show where we talk about the Nintendo and PlayStation games we're playing right now. That's right. So join us as we embark into the world of gaming. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Ben. Alex, what's up? Hello, everyone. I'm good. I'm good. We have another week of this 2021 year. I am ready for it to be over. I am ready for January to come so we can do our little Disney trip. And I'm ready for all the new games coming out in 2022 as well. Oh, my gosh. So many games. February is Mm going to be insane. I got to look at the calendar. I got to look at all those websites that are like, what's coming out in the next two months? Because, yeah, we got to plan ahead. But... Anyway, busy. Uh, yeah, and it's Christmas this week. It, not everybody celebrates Christmas, I know that, but I do, and I'm excited to open gifts. So that's in a couple days, so that's exciting. Um, maybe I'll get some nice. games to talk about. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's going it's, it's to be some shark cards for GTA or something. Ugh, come on. <laughs> yeah, shark cards that can only be on GTA 6 whenever that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> They're like locked somehow. Yeah. They have, which mentioning that they have a new heist or something. We should download it and play. What do you think? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, a, it's like, it's a, it's a story, but it's online only. It's like a continuation. Yeah, you have like yeah. uh, Dr. Dre or something. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I saw like, the <laughs> I was little, like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. On the PlayStation store. I was like, that might actually be interesting, but I don't know. Same. I've given them so many. We, I've we traded can, that game we, in four times or something <laughs> and rebought it four times. It's uh, it's fourteen bucks on the PlayStation Store for the end of year, and it, it, and and it's and never sure not you, fourteen bucks. I was gonna say, you sure you don't want to do those one-time death heists again? Stay up till two a.m. and get frustrated. <laughs> yeah, here's your twenty bucks, and basically twenty dollars <laughs> compared to everybody who has sixty bajillion million dollars. Right. All right, we digress too much. All right, yes. so everyone who skipped to this point, uh, we're about to talk about Godfall. And before we do that, real quick, just going to mention two or three things like we always do. So first of all, if you want to suggest a game for us to play, we're to be honest, our calendar's a little open. We're trying to mm-hmm. figure it out as we go. Um, but if you want to suggest a game for us to cover on the show, we would gladly play it. Um, you can just email. make sure it's on PlayStation or Nintendo. Make sure it's on those two. Yeah, yeah. We cover PlayStation, we cover Nintendo on the, the podcast here. Um, nothing against Xbox. We just don't have one. And we don't, we're cheap. <laughs> we don't have the money for them. Um, Correct. So if you want to suggest a game for either of those, you can email Ask That Gaming Podcast. That's all spelled out Ask That Gaming Podcast at Gmail. 
gmail.com and we will answer it uh, right away. And we also have Facebook. Alex has been editing some videos on there and we're putting together one for Godfall. It probably will be up, if not Friday when this episode is out, it might be out Saturday, the day after on Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. You can watch it there at Facebook. You just need to search at THTPOD, so THTPOD, and it should come up as That Gaming Podcast. Uh, if not, email us and we can send you the link. And exactly. then also, you can always leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, giving us a five-star rating, just a sentence or two, really helps us move up the rankings. And then we have more listeners and more friends and more people in Discord and you know more opportunities for us to give you content. So if you'd help us out with that, we'd really appreciate it. Just take about five minutes. With that, let's talk about Godfall. So first off, just to say, Alex, you purchased this game some time ago. And I did not. I got the PlayStation Plus for December Challenger Edition, which is free. Mm-hmm. So you been, have been grinding, getting a character up to level 50 a little bit. And I, because I'm cheap, <laughs> didn't buy it. So <laughs> I got the Challenger Edition, just to explain, gives you an end of game content. You do not get the level story missions. You do not get to level up. You get a level 50 character for free. Mm-hmm. And you go straight into the end game. So right. I can do the trials, which is, you know, kind of a wave mode where you just wave after wave of enemies, um, sort of. And then there's, there's some extra things in there, which we'll talk about. And then there's the Dreamstones, which is just doing boss battles again. Uh, but I think they're kind of tougher. We only did a, one of those i think together didn't we yeah mm-hmm. so we yeah, dabbled in that a little one. bit but but that's kind of what is open to me and you and that's kind of what we played together alex i know you can share some more of your experience as far as the story mm-hmm. goes but that's pretty linear right i mean yeah 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 i mean you nailed it right there the the the, the biggest difference is what you said a level 50s and you know if if you bought the game outright you're going to grind from one to fifth from one to fifty. You have the campaign, and the campaign introduces you to the world and everything. Um, the campaign is very, like, it's linear, very simple. You play as this one dude. Um, man, I forgot his name already. Wow, uh, I'm gonna go with Silvermane, but I think that's his Valor Gear name. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like Orin, I think. O-R-I. It is Orin. It is yeah. good. Good. Yeah. It is Orin. Yeah. Okay. Orin. And then you're you're like this Valorian, which is a type of species or uh, generation of warriors, should I say, in mm-hmm. that world. And you are going up against your brother called Macros, mm-hmm. and he is the one who is essentially trying to rule the universe at that point. Mm-hmm. It's it's very. There's more in you know in depth into, it, but that's literally the the basic of the story. They're, they're and then a you war society. They're like if yeah, you've watched Star correct. Wars and Mandalorians. They're kind of like that. They all have their own little war. Their little tribes, and they go to battle with each other all the time. And they're all fighters, swordsmen, and stuff. So correct. So so with with the with the story with the full game full game minus the expansion, you unlock the campaign. You unlock the tower trial as well. 
And then when you get to level 50, you get the Ascension Tower of Trials, which is where you and I can play together, or the regular trial, but the regular trials is so limited with, with loot. You get the Dreamstones at level, I want to say 30 it was, actually. You unlock Dreams, Dream hmm. Dreamstones. And then after that, the next thing is the expansion, the Lightbringer. You unlock that at level 50. You can do the campaign earlier if you bought the expansion pass, but like the actual game mode, it's a whole new game mode in there. Mm-hmm. You unlock at level 50. Um, and then you lastly have the... When you purchase oh, the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Lightbringer um, is, is... Oh, yeah, it is free. Sorry, yes, like it is. It's like free DLC, sort of. Sort in of, with your right. purchase. Yeah. Correct. And then lastly, you have the matchmaking, which is literally if you, like, if you and I are playing and we want to team up with people, we go into matchmaking, we choose two options. Do we want to do the towers or we want to do the Lightbringer? And then they just group mm-hmm. us up with people and we play. So, right. yeah, that's pretty much it. And then there's the Fire and Darkness or Light and Darkness expansion. That's Career. a paid DLC. Yeah. That that's has another DLC. campaign that's paid for. And it has some multiplayer content too, I believe. Yes. It has so. a continuation of the story, it has the intro of Dream Shards, how they work, there's a bit of lore going on in that mm-hmm. aspect, and among other things. So, yeah. so, all that to say, that's where we're at. You know, I'm coming at it from this is a game that I just want to play together with, with you and, and play co op. And you kind of come from both sides. So, um, that's just kind of what I wanted to let everybody out there know when you're listening where we're coming mm-hmm. from with our opinions on this. Um, and then the, uh, what was I going to say uh, right now? And it may have gone off. I don't know. I'd have to look, but there was for a moment there uh, up until the 21st, you could get like 55% off the full game uh, with mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus. So mm-hmm. it's incentivized for people who tried it for free, like I did, to pick up. Um, I have not done that. I hope that the sales have gone away. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll come back. But It's still here. It's still here. It did it come 23rd. back. Oh, Wait, no, well, it ends the 23rd. So <laughs> Oh, it ends the 23rd. Well, that's today. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. You know, so far, we've only kind of cracked the surface. And you yep. and I, we yep. move on to games quickly. So... You know, when we're playing together, so I've kind of, I'm deciding. But anyway, all of that's basically what we were going to talk about there. Um, Now we'll talk about likes and dislikes. And then ahead of that, we've got a little bit where we're going to talk about uh, five different terms in this game. And that'll start to come to make sense in a little bit. There's a lot of terms in this game that you have to learn to understand how to play it. Um, It's easy to pick up, but there's depth there. Yep. So, I guess just to start off on some of the things I liked about the game, maybe Alex, you have some that you'll share with me. But mm-hmm. um, one was just how you use R one and R two to fight, and this I know this is kind of a new thing with the new generation that you know R one is light attack, L two is heavy attack. You can hold R two to get a charged attack. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of the dynamic. And then L1 is your your block, and you use that to parry. And I, mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's kind of fun. And I think instead of using the light buttons for attack, it, I don't know, it just has more of a tactile feel to it. It gives you kind of a... More the control. characters are kind of these bulky Gears of War kind, where they're mm-hmm. heavy, you know, and, you know, you want to feel like... It, it gives you that feeling like the character's real bulky and heavy and you're hitting hard and you're doing a lot of damage. It gives you that feeling that you're really powerful and 
I right. like that about it. I think it's fun. Um, that and to go off that, uh, sure. Because I agree. I, I like that also, and I also like how they keep other things simple. Like for example, uh, X is for you to roll or slide, you know, to dodge stuff, uh, basically. Yeah. Um, or or you have the if you tap the back directional button. Um, I'm showing you a pic, uh, the controller. Yeah. Um, your character kind of like switches camera. So like if you're like facing an angle and you're fighting, you just press that. It kind of like does does a quick you know 180 turn. Yeah. Right yeah. behind him. Quick. And turn. you have an ability yeah. unlock that he throws knives when he does that. If you unlock the ability, it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, sweet. But but the the structure of how the controls are everything, I agree with you. It's it's, it's spot on. I think. It, it's kind of it took like a few minutes to get used to, but once mm-hmm. I got it it, there's definitely a rhythm there that you can get into like you know you're hitting a couple of those attack buttons you're flipping and i i thought for a little bit i was like oh this is gonna stink because r2 is is a trigger it's not really one that you want to be tapping (laughs) a whole lot but it works out it's kind of like a racing game where you're holding that that trigger or you're tapping it a little bit Mm -hmm. i don't know there's just a rhythm that you get into that's nice um it sure is the other thing is the ease of co-op. I felt like it was very simple. It was very easy to, to link up with each other. Right to the you, point. You sent a, a join invite. Um, I hit accept, and within a few seconds, we we're connected and we're playing. And um, there was never any drops, any lag. I mean, we experienced like minimal lag here and there, but you, I think very minimal. We're both using LAN cables, so right, really strong connection. Uh, you know, stronger than what's necessary. Honestly, you only need about 20 megabytes upload to... Yep. Or two. I think it's even two I think, uh, is enough. I think... Yeah, depending, I yeah. I, I, I got to double-check the stats on I that. have, like, hundreds, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's fine. But yeah, it, it's just really, for, like. for really simple. I didn't feel like... Uh, you didn't experience anything, did you, where it wasn't... Difficult. No, no, very solid for the most part. I like I like how easy it is to invite and get going. The one thing I wish they did a little bit different, and it's not really a dislike, but kind of like in the middle between a like and dislike, is I wish like we would be in the same armory room together. So, mm, so like, because you know, if yeah. I, like you know, if I'm running around and it's just me by myself, so I you know, the the, the game, and I'll get into it later. The game has a, in my opinion, has a. They need to make it more lively it feels a little dead sometimes when you're running mm. when you're by yourself so like i don't get to see you till we're actually in the trial or in the actual game mode we're playing and then we're starting fighting so mm-hmm. having you, you you like join the lobby or join the room or something at least we're there to like you know inspect each other or something i think that would be a good thing again yeah. very small nothing you know severe but it adds a flavor to, yeah to the it'd be nice thing. if you were together and then maybe you went through a doorway or something and that right. started the challenge you know you feel like you're going on the journey together or something just right. give you a little more immersion yeah video right. games you want immersion you don't really want menus i get what you're saying there i'd yeah, have to agree exactly yeah yeah it it's not something that makes me not want to turn the game on and play it no, no but yeah, it, no. it would be a nice thing and i think that that's kind of consistent with what I feel about the game as a whole, mm-hmm. and I'll probably be saying this a lot, that this game is good. It's just a little bare bones, like you said. It's a little dead yeah. sometimes. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like there's they feel like there's some things that they could patch into this and it would be even better. But right. who knows if they will. There's been a lot of negativity about this game out there. I kinda wanna come out here and say, like, this game is fun. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if it's $60 fun, but right now you can get it for free. 
you can get it on a discount. I mean, mm-hmm. right. I think it's a game that now what's the price point? That's the determination for you. I, I can't really say right. that for anyone. Um, right. What you value, how much you want to spend on it. But I think it's a fun game. I don't think you should pass on this game wholly completely. There's a lot here to like. Um, especially, especially like now, because like when I bought it back then, there was a multiplayer. So I can see why people were getting bored of the game. But right now they fix all that. So you can play with your friends or other people out there. So it's mm. definitely fun to pick up, especially if I don't have the game and I see this free challenger edition on the PlayStation Plus. I actually would rather get that because you get a level 50 and you can start matchmaking with people. Hmm. If you bought the base game, you got to grind by yourself unless you know somebody like you and I doing here. And then then you get level 50 and then you can join other people <laughs> to play. Yeah. So yeah. It, maybe just add to your library and, and come back to it in a few months. You might like it. And I, I believe that you can purchase the Challenger Edition if you want to. Like after this whole PlayStation mm. Plus thing is done, I think you can purchase the Challenger Edition could and be it'll true, automatically yeah. give you an end game character. Um, okay, That'd but nice. I don't know how that works since I just did the PlayStation Plus free. So that might be something if somebody wants to email us and kind of tell us your experience and you know in a few sentences, real quick, send us a right. You know, in two minutes, you can send us a quick little email. But um, I'd be curious to see how that works out. But mm-hmm. yeah, because right now you cannot go if you have the base game, you cannot get Challenger Edition. I checked that earlier. Okay. So I so we'll see if it on the once PS Plus is over with this you know this month maybe something will change. But right now, if you went, it would just tell you unavailable if you own the I base think game. Personally, I think they should do that because then it gives people opportunity to play the game how they want. Yep. You know? Yep. And that's and and that's one thing also is like because a lot of people um, right now you might you might see a lot of negative comments about hey we didn't get the full game and that kind of stuff. I kind of like better what they did this time because they're like, here you go. Here's the end game content. You're level 50. Get out there. Go play with people. Because if they're going to give you the base game, which is what I bought, you're going to get bored very quickly because you're going to play by yourself, try and grind to NPCs, level 50. Yeah. yeah, NPCs. You're going to get burnt out. I know I stopped playing at level 27 because I can play with anybody. And I only picked up again because, well, I downloaded again because you picked up the challenge edition. And I thought, oh, sweet. We can team up. And mm-hmm. it's been, it's really fun now playing with somebody else. Yeah, so it's yes. definitely fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, the PlayStation Plus and game character. We just talked about that. That was what I had on my notes here. Um, the Valor plate looks and the graphics in general are really great in this game. If you're looking yep. for a PS5 graphics, a, a gorgeous game, it's right up there. Um, yep. You know, it, you're going to be looking at just visuals now. If you're looking for something that is high frame rates and all that, they don't have that for you. But mm-hmm. that's kind of PlayStation Five across the board right now. There's only a few games that are 120 hertz that might right. be coming. You know, I'm sure that'll be an end of cycle thing as we get closer <laughs> to PS Six. You know, mm-hmm. but right now that's just the way the game is. So, uh, right. I, I adjust to those things. I don't know. Personally, I play, start playing it, and I was like, wow, this is a little blurry. I don't know what I'm looking at. And as I play it more and more, I just kind of adjust, and I got used to it. And now I know what's going on, and I mm-hmm. I just got into the flow of it. So, um, Agreed. Agreed. Uh, the graphics is, I mean, the water effects. There's a lot of... Uh, light effects. Light effects. I a lot of it. like... Uh, when somebody gets hit, there's a burst off of them, and there's a lot of like mm-hmm. particles and stuff, and um, just it's really 
good pretty to look at i think i don't know very it's very pretty to look at i agree with you there the valor like cosmetic appearances they did a good job in all of them because mm-hmm. you can like a bunch of they all look great in my opinion here um and one thing i will say even though it's very limited i actually like the intro theme song when you first open the game it's yeah. very like dun 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 like okay we're about yeah. to you know go do this like they they lift you up in your mood a little bit so yeah. they do a good job with the theme music i thought yeah i like the menu music too just sitting yeah. there in the equipment screen the skill screen going mm-hmm. through all that because there is a lot to you know there's a lot to digest there and you want the music to not be kind of like <laughs> distracting it's not it, it gets you in this feeling no. this mood of like epic like it's gladiator it's god uh it's game of thrones it's lord of the rings it's that kind of right. feeling of right. like this is epic you're going on this epic quest mm-hmm. um and the i i wish that the game like you said i wish it had more immersion yeah where you're more in that world and you're more um running around your friend more like world of warcraft almost it, it feels like it could be that it could be it right. just feels like it's behind this curtain there's this whole world and lore and and it throws it all at you, even in the Challenger Edition. So I guess to explain that, when I started up with the Challenger Edition, it just brings up a cutscene, and you're just watching Orin and his brother, and there's a narrator telling you all about it. Then it throws you into a little tutorial that only lasted about maybe 15 minutes, and it mm-hmm. just kind of tells you what R1 is, L1, you know, that standard stuff. And then it just, level, you hear all these sound effects like, and it levels up. And it comes on the screen like, you have an endgame character now. And then it basically is like, <laughs> here's the menu, figure it out. And that was it. So you kind of get mm-hmm. thrown in it quick. But what I was going to say about that is that the um, it, it feels like there's all this lore and all these names and everything. And it's coming so quick and so fast. And you're like, I don't know what the heck they're talking about. At a certain point, I got a little <laughs> lost. But right. I was interested. And I found it exciting and I wanted to know more. So it's just kind of tough because it's all behind this mm-hmm. curtain. It kind of felt like, I don't know, what would you, how did you feel about the, no, the lore I, and all that? I agree with you. Even playing by yourself, I wish it was definitely more immersive because even like on the campaign, when you're running around the world and stuff here, it feels very alone. Like they drop you in the world, you run around, you you hack and die, slash and dice, you know, you do that kind of stuff, finish a mission, and then they teleport you out of the game, or you can you can feel free to to explore more. But there's not much exploring; it's more hacking and collecting resources. That's it. There's no like, I don't know, maybe add lag in like a town stop or something, some NPCs to interact with. I think if you add that simple stuff, that would be nice. Um, I know in the in the main room that you where where you have all your valor plates are, especially if you picked up the expansion and you finished it, there's now two characters there that actually, when you walk up to them, they start speaking randomly about them and stuff. So there's a little bit of immersion there. Oh, that's so nice. It's like, okay, yeah. Like, you're like, okay, I'm not, you know, there's somebody else in this world. It's not just me running around by myself and everybody else is just, you know, you know, a, a figure of thought or whatever. So I feel yeah. like more immersion would bring people more into it and spend more time. I and, think. and there's this codex in the game. And I think now's kind of a good point to move into that. Um, is there any dislikes, Alex, before we move into the codex that you're, you gotta, you know, get off your chest? Um, nope. That was, I think, all I can think of that's pretty much it. Get some more immersion and yeah. that's it, I think. Really. The only one that's... for me is that you can't compare items in the shop. 
in the shop. That's a good one. Yes, drives I agree. me crazy. <laughs> yes, like right yes. away, I said that to you. I was like, okay, this is a looks like a great item. It's a legendary, etc. But mm-hmm. I don't. What do I have equipped? How do how do I compare? What you know? It just didn't give me any options to like. What's the difference in perks and stuff? So that was just kind of annoying. But anyway, yeah, I agree. There's a lot to like here. The game is great. I think it's a lot of fun to play together. It's just mm-hmm. when you're playing solo, there's not. It's kind of lacking a little bit. I think. Like yeah. There's other options yeah. out there that are better. So the five tips. Um, just gonna go through them briefly. Just take about a minute on each one of these. So the first one, and these are just types of combat moves that you can do, mm-hmm. and they're. Featured in the codex. If you go in the codex, you'll see these different headings. The heading combat is kind of where we're talking mostly about this stuff. Yes. There's some, a couple of these are in other areas, but if you go in there, you can read, and there's about a hundred things in there you can read, and it's very lengthy. Um, And there's no real videos or anything to explain how these things work to you. You just kind of have to play, go. You read it somewhere, you're like, what the heck does that mean? You go read it in the codex. You kind of just start mm-hmm. building your knowledge. Um, yeah, because there are there are three. You, we're focused on the gameplay one. There are three. There is like the lore codex, there is a gameplay, and then there is the um, beast. beastery, yeah. yeah, which you can learn about beast. It's very extensive, but we're going to focus on the gameplay one. Definitely. I don't really, I don't have one for lore. I have gameplay and bestiary. That's it. So probably, probably because I don't have the story. Yep. That's probably what it is. Yep. Yep. So anyway, uh, the first one is parry. And how you do that is you just have to use L1 to block and you have to time it. And a perfectly mm-hmm. timed block is a parry. So as enemies bring swing down their sword at you, you hit it at the right time and they should bounce back. There should be an effect on the screen. And you're probably seeing that now in the video that we have on Facebook. We're doing this, <laughs> trying to set this all up. So, mm-hmm. uh, when that happens, then some other things can be triggered. Um, sometimes you'll see a break, a weak point. You can attack that weak point. Uh, you sometimes people with shields, you might have to go around the back and you might attack them from the back while they're stunned. There's different, um, items that you might have equipped that say, when you do a parry X happens. So it's kind of a trigger point for other things in your arsenal right. to take place. Yep. Um, so let's see. Then we were going to talk about breach, Alex. That's number two. He wanted to talk breach. about that. Yes. So breach. So the way breach works is this: your enemies you're fighting, big or small, they have like the health bar when you when you're watching them, and then right below that, there's like a little thin or golden line, essentially. Mm-hmm. When so the way you breach an enemy, it, so breaching an enemy is when you're basically stunning them. When you stun them, you can do uh, you can press down R three and you do a takedown, and that takes out the enemy quicker. Or if it's a guy with big health, you know, takes a good chunk of his health out. The way you trigger the breach essentially is there. It's literally very easy. You either do a light attack, which is um, R one, just keep hitting R one, or you do R two, and then you see that line kind of going, you know further and further and further, as well as the health, depending on what kind of enemy you're fighting for, uh, fighting against. And then eventually you're, the guy would kind of, kind of like just like stop. You see the R3 come up on your screen, you press R3, he does your takedown cutscene, and you're 
that's pretty much it. That's breach for you in a nutshell, yeah. really. And again, these are just some things that you learn as you play. But when I first started playing, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. These are they were good going things on. to know. Yeah, I, when you get into it. Yes. <laughs> so the third one, real quickly, I'll talk about is uh, polarity attack. And so yes. how, this is kind of a key mechanic in the game, and for me, this is my favorite thing to do. Um, you'll have two different weapons, and as you use the first weapon, and you're using R1, you're using your R2, and you're building up polarity, you'll see mm-hmm. the second weapon down in the bottom corner. It'll start getting blue. You'll start mm-hmm. seeing a blue meter go across the weapon, and as it keeps going going, it's charging up, and you're charging that up by attacking with the weapon you currently have out. If you switch out before the blue meter is full it will dissipate it'll go away and you'll lose the there won't be any charge build up it won't get the effect so mm-hmm. you, the idea is to don't hold off don't switch your weapon just yet wait till the bar is full once the bar is full you'll start to see kind of an electric sparking going on with the blue bar that means your polarity attack is ready and it, your polarity charge is is ready to go then mm-hmm. once you switch out to your other weapon, it will send out a polarity attack. And this deals soul shatter damage, they call it. Yep. Soul shatter damage is just the term used for the damage that comes from this attack. You see, there's a <laughs> lot of terms for terms. Yep. But that's that's what happens. And it'll let out this kind of blue wave pulse thing. And it staggers a lot of enemies. It knocks them back. And again, if you have things that are like... Uh, some augments or some things that are on your equipment, it, they might mm-hmm. say when a polarity attack is triggered, soul shatter damage is done. You do 15% more or right. whatever have you. Yep. So it's a great way to kind of clear a room. Um, mm-hmm. We were doing these trials where they were a, B and C and you had to go protect the points. And mm-hmm. I just run over with a charge buildup hit triangle to switch my weapon and just kind of blow them out of the way just to yeah. get a big hit to start. And then you can kind of take down some of the little guys, etc. So, um, how about Archeon Fury number four there? Archeon Fury. So that is your main, well, no, 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 sorry. Let me repeat. That is your ultimate ability. Yeah. Should I say it's not really your main, it's, it's a build up. So that's like your superpower per valor. Uh, gear that you're you're playing as so what it is is on the bottom left corner of your screen right below your health there's like a little orange build up bar there that builds up over time i want to say it builds up as you hit enemies as well but on a slower rate depending on your perks and what you're equipped with um, but what happens is when that bar goes full two things happen well one thing happened one it actually tells you on your screen in small white writing it says arc and fury ready what you do is you hold r3 and l3 at the same time and the screen kind of has like a little bit of a flash go happen, depending what kind of character you play as. And some abilities are you summon these three protectors to fight for you, and then they fight them and you go from there. Some abilities are something like, hey, you are doing more damage now, depending who you play as. Um, and what happens is during that Arc and Fury mode, you get a few perks. For one, you don't take damage. So if you're getting smashed, hit, left, right, you're immune. To damage, but the more hits you get, the faster the Arc and Fury goes away. So just you gotta think about that. You can just stand there and take all the hits, basically. Um, the the and then the other thing I was gonna say is 
about that because it's kind of goes into it. Most of the Arc and Fury abilities are the same. I took a look at all the Valor plates. Uh, folks yeah. play. It's like a redundancy. One's like summon <laughs> this guy, summon this guy, summon this guy. Only maybe two or three had the, their unique version of it, and that's it. So that's yeah. one thing I wish they could they could improve more, get more abilities there. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's kind of strange how they did that, and you know, you could have mm-hmm. seen them easily like Marvel's Avengers, where they piece out the yes. characters and they bring them. You know, now this new character is available. They could have done that here. Mm-hmm. But they seem to just have put them all in, and they most of them don't have unique abilities Copy or and paste. identities. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kind of look different. So I don't know. You know, there's there's good sides to that. There's bad sides to that. You know, it might be overwhelming with every different one having a different power up. Then you don't know which one they pick or which one you like. You know, um, that's where you read the codex. Jeez. <laughs> That's what I play video games for, so I can read. You have to sit down there and read for an hour. I, I like reading, but not not when I'm going to start up a game. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't blame you there. I digress. But once you learn it, you learn it, and then you don't have to go back and read it again. So there's that. Um, the last one, number five, Power Drain. This is very simple, but it was I didn't understand what, what it was. Um, so I was having trouble with equipping. So basically... When mm-hmm. you go to your uh, armory, uh, I got my controller here. You're probably going to hear it. There are these things called augments. And what augments yes. can do is they're kind of your main way to get uh, buffs on your character. Like you've got to use these augments. Otherwise, your character is not really going to have a whole lot of um, skills or abilities or anything. So, right. And you're not going to get those perks. You're kind of going to be bare bones out there. Um, For the most part, yeah. Each Valor plate has its own kind of layout to the augments. So that's another way that the Valor plates are unique. And sometimes that comes into play because some of the augments will say, uh, you know, when they're adjacent to augments of this, you know, number you know if they're 150 if the augments next to you equal 300 you get this perk so you kind of have to look out for that on your augment screen but what power drain specifically refers to is the usage the power usage each of the augments has a number for the drain and that total number needs to add to 100 for this particular valor play that i have Mm -hmm. you can't go over 100 it's basically the cost to putting all these things on here so you can't go Mm -hmm. on there and put all really strong legendary ones that drain 30 because you're going to (laughs) go over the hundred really quickly. So you kind of have to judge and you have to put on there some that are just real basic commons that are only a five Mm -hmm. drain and some that are 30, 40, 50 drain on there and kind of balance it out. Um, I didn't get that at first. And there were some things that talked about power drain. And I was like, what is this? You know, and I was comparing augments, deciding which ones to discard, and which ones to keep, because you get so many all the time. And I was trying to figure out, well, is this one better than the other one? You can't really one. tell unless you know what drain is. So right. higher drain means a better item, but you can't just load up on all these high drain ones and you'd be stuck. Uh, I only have like three augments or four augments and you have yes. like four empty spots like, oh, well, that's a waste. So, yeah. Got to play around a little bit. So that covers all of that. Um, just in the interest of time, that's about all we can kind of go into today. Uh, 
there is so much more in this game. Again, it's very easy to play, but mm-hmm. there's so much depth here. And that's why I say don't write it off as like, oh, that game's terrible. Everybody hates it. Mm-hmm. Really, if you want to give it a try, it's free right now for the month of December. Give it a shot. You don't have anything to lose when it's free. Um, it's definitely worth some time, I think. It's a fun game. So Try it out. Let, let us know. I think it's a, yeah. from what it sounds like, it's a pick it up for you. Yeah, and it's me, it's a free pick it up for me. <laughs> and it was going to be a pick it up for a, mm-hmm. a cost. I just never got around to it because it never really went on a great deal, right? Mm-hmm. Great discount um, digitally for me anyway. Right. Um, so with that, yeah, let us know what you think. You can find us on Facebook. You can send us an email. You can leave us a review on this episode on Apple if you want. Uh, <laughs> but until then, we will talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. Until next time.